Welcome to Wings Way, a podcast looking back at the history of the Kalamazoo Wings. I'm voice of the K-Wings, Isaac Berkey, and throughout the course of this season, we're going to hear a lot of great stories and get a behind-the-scenes look from those players and coaches who lived it over the last 44 seasons. On this episode of Wings Way, I'm joined by current University of North Dakota head coach, former Kalamazoo Wing defenseman, Brad Berry. Coach, first off, really appreciate you giving us some time this morning. You know what, absolutely. Uh, you know, obviously when you reached out to me, I was looking forward to this time to catch up with you because being in Kalamazoo and being part of the uh, K-Wings family was a special time for me and my family's life here too. So thanks again. Pleasure is all ours. We'll jump right into things, Coach. You came to Kalamazoo. You'd spent a good amount of time in the NHL, had some AHL time. Kalamazoo was your first stop in the IHL. What was kind of the reputation of the IHL, and what did you know about Kalamazoo when you first got here? Well, first of all, uh, back back in the uh, the, the mid '90s uh, when I played in Kalamazoo, the, the International Hockey League was had a lot of rich tradition and history uh, going back in a number of years. But it got to the point where it was almost rivaling the NHL. The NHL at the time was you know at, at the highest point, but a lot of players that were kind of ending their careers or or uh, trying to keep playing the game at a high level, uh, uh, were recruited to play in the in the International Hockey League. And Kalamazoo uh, was, a, was a great spot for a lot of players to do that. We've had a number of high-end players, Rob Brown and and uh, you know Kip Miller, and a lot of different players that played a long time in the NHL. Tony Herkus uh, made stops in Kalamazoo, and uh, the IHL was was a very competitive and a great league. But uh, in Kalamazoo, I thought it was very special because they took pride in winning and, and uh, having a great, strong culture there uh, uh, that did all the right things. Did you know much about the area at all before you got out here? Not not a whole lot, not a whole lot. But when I did, I f- absolutely fell in love with Southwest Michigan and Kalamazoo and, uh, you know, my family to the point where I, I played uh, up to five years in Kalamazoo during the mid-'90s. And, uh, you know, uh, we always made Grand Forks, North Dakota, our, our residence in the summer. But after our first year in Kalamazoo, we ended up buying a house in Portage. And uh, I had a young family at the time. I had two young daughters, and uh, and we lived there throughout the summers. We made that our permanent home and uh, and uh, fell in love with the place. What was it about the area that just kind of made you fall in love with it? And you hear a lot of people talk about kind of the niceness of North Dakota. Did you did you kind of experience a similar a similar air of the people here in Kalamazoo? Uh, absolutely very similar you know here in North Dakota you know the, the people are respectful they're humble they're hard-working people and that's what I found at Kalamazoo is and uh and, and the friendships you know uh, you talk about the hockey family and we did have a very strong hockey family there but people around the community very community orientated uh uh the booster club there was unbelievable the fan support you know and that goes back to the the long-standing tradition and history of the pride uh, the Kalamazoo Wings have had and, and still have today and and it's one of those things where uh, you know obviously uh, I had to retire uh, I moved on and got into the coaching field but uh, uh, Kalamazoo gave me that opportunity to get into coaching when I when I left uh, Dallas uh, they sent me to Kalamazoo to help mentor the young players like Marty Turco, Brad Lukowicz, um, uh, Jamie Langer those type of players uh, I absolutely love that role and that's how I got into coaching today where I am and, uh, and again if it wasn't for Kalamazoo and the Kalamazoo Wings, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. You mentioned the fan support. How how did the fan support kind of match up to what what you might have heard or what you were expecting, and how does it match up to some of the other places that you've been in your career? 
Well, I think the one thing that happens is, uh, you know, in Kalamazoo, Wing Stadium, you know, it's a very uh, loud, uh, passionate environment when it, when the place was packed, and it was all the time. And, you know, you go back some of the, the rivalries, uh, you know, it's like the Fort Wayne Comets, um, you know, Indianapolis, uh, you know, some of the teams like that that came in, uh, you could you could feel the, the intensity and uh and again, it's it's one of those things where uh, there was no place like uh, Wing Stadium uh, on a Friday or Saturday night when uh, when you had those rivalries going. You mentioned those rivalries. Any when you think of those, what are what are some of the first memories that come to mind? Uh, you know, uh, I I just think the uh, the fans, the Booster Club. I remember obviously the uh, you know the Booster Club would sit in a certain section where we came out on the ice, and you know they would not only come to Wing Stadium, they travel on the road and watch us and kind of that strong fan support that way. And then, you know, the community, the community got involved. And and, uh, and, and what I really vividly remember is Ted and Martha Parfit, the ownership group at the time, uh, uh, they put everything into uh, what, what what would give us success. And uh, uh, that was a big, big deal. You know, they, they, uh, they loved uh, the Kalamazoo Wings like their own family, and, and they treated us like that. For you, you got to come back, kind of help mentor some of those young guys who, who you mentioned how did your time not only kind of mentoring them but also playing here as a K-Wing help set you up for the successful career you've had as a coach after your playing days? Well, you know what, I, I, I go back to the culture of what Kalamazoo was. It was a hardworking uh, uh, environment that, that had care. You know, the word that resonates to me is care. And, uh, you know, that, that was care through the management, through the coaches. Uh, you know, with Ken Hitchcock, we had there for a, a certain amount of time. We had... Uh, you had Claude Noel, and uh, and through those coaches, you know, they resonated care, which went to the players, which which went to the community, and uh, and I think for us, you know, just having that the staples of what gives you success on a daily basis that that I use today, you know, in our culture here in North Dakota, and uh, and again, uh, you know, and it's also the the players that were were brought into our group here too, like you know, we had a, we had a we had a mixture of older players at the towards the end of their careers, and we had young rookies coming in the lineup, and I think building together and growing and, and passing on what it, what it means to be a Kalamazoo wing to the young guys. And I'll, I'll never forget uh, kind of a quick story is Jamie Langenberner um, that played for the Dallas Stars ended up winning a cup in 99. He played with us in the mid nineties for a couple of years. And, uh, and again, he even says today that, you know, going through Kalamazoo and learning the way how to be a pro uh, helped him to obviously win a cup, but have a long standing career in the NHL and, you know, that says a lot. That means a lot, you know, when you're an older guy and you're finishing off your career and helping the younger guys, that, that truly means a lot. As that older guy kind of helping the younger guys, how important is it for you as a player to kind of get involved in the community and be embraced by a community like you've you've mentioned, the Kalamazoo community embraced you guys? Yeah, for sure. And, and uh, yeah, that's a big deal. Like when you're raising a young family, you want to try to uh, implement all the – all the things, the morals and the ethics of, uh, of, of what a what a great community is, and that's why we stayed in Kalamazoo. Is you know, as much as we gave back uh, to the Kalamazoo community, staying there for 12 months a year, and and, and uh, working with organizations within the community, it gave back to us as far as showing our our, our you know, my, I got my daughters now are 24 and 21, and I also have a 12 year old son. We had a little bit later, but those daughters that grew up there, it instilled the morals and ethics, and and uh, and the things that we that we wanted in them, and you know, I can still vividly remember we sent our kids to Gaggy School there, 
And, uh, and again, it was an unbelievable school, and they still uh, remember it today. You kind of touched on it um, in the answer before the last one, but a question I've been asking all the guys that I've been able to talk to, when you think of the culture that is Kalamazoo Wings hockey and the culture that's been built over the last 45 years, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Pride. Pride. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's one of those things that you, know, you play. I played in the NHL for nine years, and then at the end of my career, I, I, I was sent to Kalamazoo, and I embraced it. I absolutely embraced it. But I totally embraced it once I got there and, and spent a year, two years, three years, up to four or five years when I was there. It meant more to me, and it, it even means more to me right now. And, uh, you know, obviously when you reach back and give me a call to be on this podcast, uh, I was absolutely excited because, like I said, it, it was a prideful part of my life that I learned a lot. I grew a lot as a person. I got to be part of something special there in, in Kalamazoo. And uh, and then to be called an alum of uh, the Kalamazoo K-Wings, uh, that's a prideful thing for me. If you could have one message to this year's group or anybody else that might pull on that K-Wing sweater, what would you tell them? Don't waste the day. Do not waste the day. I think sometimes when you, you know, you're in, you're in the, in pro hockey at the minor league level, you're always trying to climb and ascend to get to the highest level, and that that's great. But embrace what you have there. Uh, it's, it's a special place. Uh, and, again, uh, make sure that you get the most out of each day because those days go by, and, and eventually you're, you're, you're retired and out of the game. And uh, for me, those, those five years in Kalamazoo, uh, they were special years, and I played a lot of special hockey uh, in the NHL. But, again, uh, when I was in Kalamazoo, that was one of the best times of my life. University of North Dakota head coach Brad Berry, thanks so much for giving us some, some time this morning. I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care, and good luck to the Wings. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wings Way, and make sure to check back each week for new episodes. Is there a former K-Wing you want to hear from? Head on over to any of our social media accounts and let us know. While you're there, make sure to follow and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram so you can stay up to date with all your K-Wings news.